Welcome to another edition of the Insight EWCSD podcast. As always, I'm your host, Mark Patterson. On today's show, we'll be talking to the ever-energetic officer, Zachary Salazar from CHP Santa Fe Springs, about Red Ribbon Week and all of the different crazy ideas that he has uh, going on. But before we get started, we just wanted to remind you that our strategic plan survey is out and Thought Exchange is the vehicle that we're using to gather that information. So if you'd like to share the direction that you would like to see our district focusing on as we move forward, please make sure that you check that out. It does close on November 1st. So with that out of the way, let's get started with Officer Salazar. Thank you for joining us. Hello, Dr. Patterson. Uh, Thanks for having me. I'm glad to be here. Well, you know, you are so visible in our community, and we just wanted to take this opportunity to hear directly from you all of the amazing things that are going on over the next couple of weeks and, you know, with your vision, you know, the next couple of years here in our district. There you go. Uh, You know, we're excited. And and to all of our East Whittier City School District uh, families, students, parents, faculty, staff, anybody who's listening, I cannot thank you enough on behalf of the California Highway Patrol to allow us to come into your campuses, to come into your classrooms, to talk to your students, to talk to faculty, and to be present because that's what we should be doing. And so we're, we're thrilled with this partnership, a partnership that started last year uh, with our new, well, she's not new now, but our, our new captain, uh, Melissa Hammond, with her, her vision of really engaging with our community members. And then also uh, my enthusiasm uh, to go out there and, and have fun and, and talk to folks. Well, it is contagious because, you know, it's what started off small has grown pretty much district-wide and even expanding, expanding our boundaries. But um, before we get started with that, can you just kind of share a little bit about, you know, how you became an officer and how you landed into this role? Yes. Yeah, so uh, a little bit about my background. Uh, I am a local kid. I, I grew up in La Mirada, went to La Mirada High School, uh, graduated, and went on to Cal State Fullerton where I got my bachelor's degree in criminal justice. Uh, shortly thereafter, a couple years later, I ended up joining the California High Patrol and graduated from the uh, California High Patrol Academy in March of 2014 and ever since have been stationed at the Santa Fe Springs area office. So for me, I'm home. And I've been with the department now for over uh, almost nine and a half years. Spent, uh, this is, I'm now in year two of being a public information officer. And prior to that, I spent seven and a half years on our graveyard shift. So handling patrol, doing uh, all the things that you would potentially expect of an officer. Some of my credentials as it's related to this uh, career, I am a field training officer. Uh, I've been trained to be an officer in charge. So when we don't have a supervisor, I get to step up and, and play that role. I am a drug recognition evaluator. So I receive additional training to understand the impact Uh, and effects of an individual being under the influence of more than simply alcohol, but that of drugs. Um, And there's a lot out there, and it's it's a crazy world to to dive into, and and I geek out and I nerd out over all that (laughs) stuff. So I I like to to leverage those skills uh, as best I can to help in my education. And then as the public information officer, I am here to engage with our community. I am here to have conversations, and I'm here to listen, to see how can we support our community partners in a multitude of ways. 
So that's a little bit about uh, me in that regard. So since you did talk about the drug recognition expert piece of your resume, um, one of the things we did want to touch on is, you know, the ever-growing crisis with fentanyl. So can you kind of just give us a, a little rundown and your take on, you know, what this is and how we can support our families and our students? Absolutely. So, so with fentanyl, what is it? Fentanyl is a, a essentially a, a narcotic a analgesic. It falls into that drug category. So the same drug category as morphine. Right. Um, in the United States, it is approved by the FDA for use in the medical scene in that venue. It is a very highly controlled substance because of its power, because of its strength, which is, uh, if I recall, um, about 50 to 100 times stronger than morphine. And so a lot of times in very uh, serious uh, surgery atmospheres, they will use that in, again, a very controlled very deliberate dosage for a patient. What we have seen, fentanyl's not new, everyone. Fentanyl has been around for years. And what we were initially gripped with over the past year or so, uh, ultimately, uh, yes, we should be afraid uh, or concerned, I should say, of fentanyl. But it was uh, radicalized slightly. And I say that even from a law enforcement point of view. The information that was given to us at that time uh, frightened me. I did not want to touch that. I did not want to be anywhere near it because I was afraid of what it could potentially do to my body and, and the adverse effects. So my take on it, my professional opinion in my experience, do I see a lot of that in these communities? No. I think um, there are different drug categories that are more prevalent if we're going to have that conversation another day. But as far as fentanyl, I don't see that as, as much in our communities. It doesn't mean it's not there. At the same time, while it is dangerous, I don't, again, I think it is, we have a better way to respond to it um, than what it was previously perceived to be. And that's for the better. Um, for parents, I would say this, I'm a parent too, I get it. I'm a parent of this school district, in fact. And so I'm just as concerned. The question so much, in my opinion, is why are we taking something? Because what often is happening with fentanyl? It is, being, it is lacing something else, or it is perceived by the user to be a different product. So I think we need to go more to the direct source of the problem, which is why are we having this product? Why is this individual choosing to consume this product, whether in the form of a pill or in the form of vaping or smoking in general? Like, what is that? And let's address that. Aside from the very immediate concern of, okay, now there is a potential for um, possible overdose. Again, we don't know what we're consuming. How do we address that issue? Okay, thank you. And, and it kind of leads into the whole idea of Red Ribbon Week and trying to make sure that there's awareness and that, you know, kids celebrate the idea of being drug-free, but also are well-informed of 
making the appropriate decisions. So can you kind of just give us a a snapshot of the crazy Salazar circus that's coming our way with Red Ribbon Week? Yes, it is a circus. Um, No, we are very excited. The the CHP Santa Fe Springs area will be uh, hosting and and leading a series of school-wide assemblies throughout all of uh, Red Ribbon Week, October 23rd through the 27th. We are going to be the lead agency. And the main reason for that is... What is Red Ribbon Week? Red Ribbon Week is about prevention. It's about a celebration of life over the consumption of drugs. And so the Highway Patrol takes that very seriously. And we want to start with a strong foundation for our students to say, let's celebrate life. Let's celebrate the joys and excitement that we have as kids um, that doesn't require the use of any form of drug, whether it is marijuana, fentanyl, tobacco, or alcohol. And we're really excited to bring to all schools uh, in the East Whittier City School District, as well as the South Whittier uh, School District, a school-wide but assembly. Really the East Whittier. East Whittier, yeah. East Whittier, absolutely. East Whittier gets it. We don't it. want to give uh, Dr. Gonzalez any free press here, so he can start his own podcast. <laughs> there you go. Okay. He's got. He's got to go. Yeah. Dr. Gonzalez, yes. go start yes. your own. Yes. Um, so we are. We're going to go to. We're going to be visiting every school site, and we will be providing a about a twenty-minute presentation to the students. And what is the driving message? Very simple. Say no to drugs celebrate life and as the age group you know at the middle school level is getting older I really try to impress upon the students find your natural high well what is that well it leads right into the curriculum and to the programming that East Whittier City School District is trying to drive at each site and that comes in the form of art in the form of right your your visual arts your digital art your uh, musical, theater, all of those different things. Oh, and did we forget sports? Why, you know, why do we enjoy doing some of these activities? Why do our kids love running around in circles like crazy ones? Aside from they, they, they get excited, and there is a natural high to that that we are experiencing. And the reality is, drugs it, it's a shortcut to try to get to that high of some kind. And you look at any professional athlete, and this is the message that we are sending our students. You look at any professional athlete, why are they successful? Because they're putting in the work. They, and that is their escape. That is their way to relieve stress, to find a peace and a calm. And to that, I know most of our students in this district can relate to. Like, oh, yeah. That is actually kind of what happens. We don't know it because, again, we're not thinking about it like a professional. But it's the same uh, for you or myself. If I want to go play basketball, you know, why am I doing that? Well, it's a stress relief for me to go play basketball. It's better than, you know, doing the alternative. But I, I want to point out something that was very subtle that was just said. And I, I want to make sure that your captain hears this as well. You literally just rattled off like the district's focus on, you know, broad course of study and visual and performing arts. So that is like a true testament, really, to like how involved you are in our community, how involved you are in 
knowing what East Whittier is about. And it's not just like you're doing this dog and pony show to be able to have CHP branded out there. You really are an integral member of our community. And it's not just because your kids go to Orcherdale. It's because you just care that much about, you know, connecting with kids and showing, you know, positive interactions with law enforcement. So, well, and, and I, I appreciate that Dr. Patterson. That's, that is the intent. The intent is, you know, in another life, I'd probably be a teacher, but in this life, it's how do we support each other? you as a school district are doing something. You are charged with taking care of our students, our children, over the course of a day, over the course of a year, and you know, all the way through eighth grade. How do we as community members, how do we as community partners, how can we support that cause? And it's amazing to see, if we just take a minute, step back and look, we actually, our, our roles, our support system intertwine. And again, thanks to you, thanks to the district, and thanks to the school sites as well. We can really support that goal. We can support those those driving forces to do what? Let our students be successful. Let them find their passion. Because in my humble opinion, um, and, and this is my opinion, when a, when a student, when a child finds a passion of some kind, let them run with it. You know, if you think back as a kid, man, I really wanted to try this. And then, you know, you had an adult say no for no other reason than to simply say no. Well, we're doing a disservice. And that's my mentality, at least with my children. Find your passion. It may not necessarily be what I want you to do, but if it's a passion of yours and you're going to excel at it, that's what we got to do. And that's what we're here as, as, a, as the highway patrol. I have to leverage what knowledge, what experience we have to support that. And ironically, we have a gold mine that we sit on that we can support our students to do. So I did, I did want to give one more shout out because I, I do want you to expand upon this, this Red Ribbon Week focus. So we have 14 schools. There are five days in Red Ribbon Week. And you mentioned, I think you mentioned another district that I can't remember the name of that district. Yep. But, you know, they probably have one or two other schools as well. So probably. how do you how do you operationalize something like that and, and make sure that you're giving so much attention to so many different competing interests? It, honestly, it takes a lot of planning. It takes a lot of cooperation uh, with my peers to say, hey, guys, your favorite PIO is asking for just that much more. Uh, of everybody, and it does. It, it cre- there is an operations plan that goes into it that you know we're reviewing safety, we're re- reviewing the message, and I'm having my command, my captain, my lieutenants, my sergeants go over this. I, I I develop it. I take their feedback. You know, we again we started this last year with the with East Whittier City School District, and this year we have expanded it to all school sites. It is daunting looking at the schedule yes there's five days um but we're we're getting all of them and that's why and it's by design too hey the this partnership is allowing it to happen simply because i could come to the district and i said if i'm going to service all the schools we're going to work together we're going to make a schedule we got to make that bell schedule or, or that system work for all the schools so that i can get a chance to to talk to everybody and your staff and the staff at all the school sites went with the program and they're like, let's do it. 
And, you know, we've made some tweaks, and, and there you go. But aside from that 20 our minutes— people, Let's be honest. Our people fight over you. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they do, do actually. They, they do. do. They do. They do. And it, it, it's it, it's a feel good moment, but it's like it's okay. There's <laughs> enough. We can we can all get we can all get along. Um, you know, there. Aside from that, twenty minutes of kind of formal presentation, um, we will be bringing in um, a variety of resources, including our motorcycle officers, obviously uh, myself there, uh, additional officers, Chipper, our mascot, may or may not show up to some schools. May or may not see if any other mascot is ready and willing, and there may or may not be a dance-off. I don't know. But aside from that kind of formal setting, we also um, have built into it 20 minutes of just informal meet-and-greet, the opportunity for the students to engage with the officers. And and the officers know, you're here. You're here to to talk to the kids. And the talking is simple. It's usually this. Hi. <laughs> we hand them a sticker and you just made their day. That's not a lot of effort. And it's so much fun because you do. I, I may or may not have challenged some students at Hillview. Um, they, they, they were thinking they were better than me at playing a game of basketball. And I was like, game on. Um, then I realized how constricting my uniform is when trying to <laughs> shoot a basketball. And I was like, okay. Uh, but what was it? Blame it on the vest. I'm gonna blame, blame it on the vest, vest. Okay. and and there my my follow through. Anything to do with the skill? It's no, just, it okay. had everything to do okay. with my follow through was limited, <laughs> and I didn't want to embarrass them in front of their friends. BC, that's how it's <laughs> you know, you're just always thinking about the kids. Exactly. Yeah. So, but that's that's really the scope of it, and and again, it it was it's been a lot of planning, whether at the district level or again speaking with different school sites to make sure everything's lined up and. Again, just that simple support uh, is making it so that this crazy idea to service all, what is it, 7,800 students? Yep. To service all 7,800 students um, plus faculty and staff because everybody gets the message. Everybody's out there watching. Um, that says something. That That is a, a great uh, partnership and, it's a, in my opinion, a great success to be able to do that. So before we move on to the other topic, since you are a guy who apparently is willing to take the challenge and has boundless energy, you yes. did mention Chipper. Uh huh. You know, we are gonna have our own mascot as well, the Apple. Oh. Um, oh. and as you know, you you came with a whole entourage to our Engage East Whittier event. I sure and did. And you did throw in a dance off right there. Yep. So we might wanna be putting out some kind of challenge for our mascots along with Chipper and the Apple to have a dance off at next year's um, engage East Whittier. Maybe I, we can put some pressure on McGruff. Uh, absolutely. We uh, McGruff might as well be involved in this, I, too. I would think so. Because McGruff was there at East Whittier Middle School. So I'm just and, saying. Uh, just saying. Yeah. Just I think saying. that's a great idea. I'm going to have to talk to Chipper and uh, see what he says. I, I think so. Okay. <laughs> um, so, so um, you know, as you've mentioned, um, and for those of you listening, you know, Officer Salazar's everywhere. He's at our PTA meetings. He's at our school sites. He's at the district office. I saw him at Rio Hondo College. At the job fair, I mean, the man is everywhere. So it's not just about Red Ribbon Week, though, like you said. You know, it's really you are a part of the fabric of our community. So can you kind of talk about some of the highlights of other things that other irons that you have in the in the fire in our district? Absolutely. So um, we have to look at it from the grade levels, right? And so we're obviously dealing with in, in East Wheater City School District, elementary and middle school. So I went back and I looked and it's like, okay, what programs do we have as a department that can deliver a, a strong 
safety message to our students to, again, build a foundation to work from. One of the most popular ones with the elementary level is what's referred to as a bicycle rodeo. The bicycle rodeo talks, the main programming is about uh, roadway signs and, hey, little Johnny, what do we do with this sign? What is this? It's a stop sign. All right. Well, what do you do? Stop. Then what do you do? Look left. And look right. It's a really good voice, by the way. Oh, thank you. I, I, I do it. I can. Maybe I maybe I have another career as a as a voice I'm actor. Saying, I'm just saying. Right. I'm just saying. And that that sums up kind of the safety message there of look at these different signs, kids, and this is what we want you to do. We want you to stop. We want you to look left, right, look left again. Everything's clear. Go. Well, you know, and then we talk about obviously the safety of hey, make sure we're wearing our helmets, making sure our helmets are fit correctly, make sure our bicycles are fit to us properly because that plays a role in the in the personal safety of our children, right? So then the fun part, the part that all the kids really are just chomping at the bit to get into is basically I set up a cone pattern obstacle course with different, again, roadway signs, uh, volunteers. Uh, usually your guys' is very active PTAs, PTOs are out there. Uh, shout out to all of you guys and all of you volunteers <laughs> that come out to help at the school sites because they need you, they want you. Um, and we certainly need you when we come out to do an event like a bicycle rodeo. Um, and the kids go ahead and they ride through this course. And it's so simple, yet, again, just so mind-blowing to the students and to the faculty, staff, and, and adults that are there. Like, wow, right? Um, the other thing is I'm here to provide you know, conversation and chats with our TK kinder and first grade for what? Community helpers. Orcherdale reached out to me last year and said, is there any chance that you can come? It's late notice. We realize it, but could you just come out and just talk to our kids? To I was like, that's all you want me to do? Yes. <laughs> Done. <laughs> right? I bring out a couple of my friends, and we just talk to the kids. We talk about the importance, right, of, again, that general safety. Don't get into, you get into your car seat, right? Don't talk to strangers. Make sure we're holding hands. Make sure we're looking both ways when we're crossing the street. Those little tidbits we can have. Um, we've I've done coffee with a principal and a cop at Orcherdale and Ceres. And it's wonderful because, again, every school at the exact same time at drop-off and pick-up have the exact same problem throughout all of Southern California. So... All of you that are experiencing these problems, to drop off your kid or pick up your kid, please know this is happening everywhere. And so it's a great opportunity for me to talk to parents to say, look, let's have the conversation. I get it. We all have busy lives. We got to go to work. We got to go here. Got to go there. We got to drop off, you know, Biff over here. I understand that. Well, Johnny went... Became Biff. Johnny became that's, Biff that's, because you know why? No, because back to the future? Is that exactly, because yeah. we've got okay. Biff, and then you know what if you know I have Buffy with me, uh, and I, we got to be able okay. to get Buffy yeah. there, okay. right? So it's that's where just take a minute, slow down. We're all we're gonna get the kids to school, just like we're gonna pick them up. There's no need to fight. There's no need to create more problems if we're all just a little more patient. And that's kind of the message that I'm sending home with with parents when I have these little coffee talks. But it's also a great opportunity for a parent. I'm an officer. 
I'm here. You got a question. I've got an answer. All you have to do is ask, right? It's a safe place. Nobody's going to get in trouble for anything. I'm not going out being like, all right, who's getting a ticket today? But, you know, I'm there to, again, educate and inform. Um, And at the elementary level, you also have uh, other things like Read Across America. You have career days. And that's also at the middle school level. You know, your career resource fairs. I participated at um, Hillview and uh, Granada to participate at these types of events. But then beyond that, how else can we incorporate? Because at, at the middle school level, it's a little bit trickier. For all you middle school parents, I don't get it yet. To be fair, I've volunteered previously at middle school, so I understand. It's aging badly, apparently. At the yeah. Basketball courts. So. Oh yeah. Yes. It's it is a uh, it's a unique time for our students, so it presents unique challenges as parents. Well, some of those things deal with peer pressure. Again, they deal with these topics that we're going to discuss with Red Ribbon Week. I don't necessarily want to be the guy that introduces a student to a drug. That's not what I'm trying to do. But to really to hammer home, because I know Hillview and Granada have already done, I'm, I'm sure East Whittier has or, or, or will be doing it, their you know, discussion about anti-bullying, uh, cybersecurity, and peer pressure and all that, that stuff, which is consistent with your guys' PBIS um, efforts. I know Hillview just had that. Um, thank you, social media, for informing me. Um, but it's having those conversations with our students. And it also, sometimes it comes off differently when it comes from me in a uniform to share some insight with our kids. Uh, so that's where I also tell, um, I'll, I explain to our administrators and to our faculty, hey, if there's something you want me to talk about, Tell me, and I'll look into it to see if we already have something that's ready to go, you know, on the shelf. And if not, give me a week or two to make some to create something, and I'll provide you with a product that I'm confident with and we can speak to. Um, and so, yeah, those are some of the programs that we do or can do from an education point of view. Um, from an engagement side, it's a matter of. If you want us on campus, all you have to do is invite us. Um, we've been to harvest festivals. We've been to back-to-school nights, um, open house, uh, music festivals. Hillview was, again, I'm going to name drop them. They were one that we went to their music festival. We've been to Orchardale and Ceres for their uh, back-to-school stuff. Ceres Elementary invited us, hey, we're having a PBIS celebration. Is there any chance... You could, you or a couple of your officers could come by just to celebrate with us for what our kids achieved. Okay, and what happens? You get a couple highway patrolmen to show up and just hang out with the kids and have fun, and that is gold to to our students and again to our adult community to say, oh wow, you are here and and you are a part of this community. So that's some of what we do, and then beyond that, we have um, we have our community engagement in the form of a toy drive that we're going to be having. East Weirder City School District last year began to partner with us on our toy drive, which is Chips for Kids. For those of you that don't know, if you know Toys for Tots, it's the same concept, except it's the Highway Patrol's version. Um, and so we partnered with the school district to say, hey, if you could help drive this toy drive, 
um, when you need toys, reach out to me so we can make sure to service our students that are in need and provide that support. And it was awesome last year. It was kind of off the cuff, kind of haphazardly put together, but still successful. Whereas this year, there is more thought put into it. I'm more established myself to be able to be like, okay, this is how it's going to go. And working together to bring in toys so that we can give back to within our community. And that's the thing is participating in this type of a uh, toy drive. You are giving back to your peers. You are giving back to those that you may not realize are struggling and are having a hard time. And, you know, working with the school district again, we will be having uh, a toy giveaway. Aside from what the school district is doing, um, my office will be hosting a toy giveaway called Operation Jingle All the Way. And it'll be on December 16th. And we're going to be there. And and I've spoken with uh, district officials, um, Dr. Patterson, and I said, look, here's what I need you to to work with, to, to send to me, so that, again, we can support our community and we can give back. You know, I may not have all the answers, but we are going to do everything in our power to be supportive. Um, and again, remain engaged because the, the word that keeps sticking in my head is be relevant. Be relevant to our students. Be relevant to our parents. Be relevant to the staff and faculty. Because if you are, you can make a difference. But that relevant piece is like so critical because, I mean, <clears throat> I've been in a lot of different districts. Um, but I've never had a relationship with an officer or even a department like the one that I feel like we have with you. Um, it's it's like, you're, obviously your job is all about service. But you serve from like a, a programmatic side, an engagement side, and then a, philanth- a philanthropy side. So just that whole idea of everything that you do to make yourself accessible to our parents you know we were talking off air how we were having a situation and a principal felt comfortable to get you on the phone for you to be able to cut through some you know potential red tape to be able to make something happen and it's that type of you know it's great to have programs and whatever but to have our people who are taking care of kids feel like they have a direct connection like a bat phone I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty amazing, and it's a testament to who you are just as a person. Well, and, and I appreciate that. And I honestly, you know, Dr. Preston, I can't take all the credit. This, this stems from the vision of, of my command, of Captain Hammond, and really of the troops at my office. You know, our, our previous captain had made a comment once that he had never met a, a command that was so... Uh, selfless and and giving and albeit all I've ever known is my office in Santa Fe Springs um, but I 100% believe in that notion that the men and women that work out of that office have a heart three times too big and they really do want to be a part of it and it's what makes my job easy is you know as much as I can sometimes be everywhere I can't be everywhere at once and there is support in the form of me asking my peers, hey, can you help me out and can you go over here to this event while I'm over here? Absolutely. And the cool thing is, is getting these officers to come back and tell me, hey, sir, I really thank you. For what? 
for letting me go to that school and, and help out. Oh, no problem, dude. Jeff, oh, dude, it was great, right? And and so I, I think the other piece that perhaps people don't realize, this is as much a benefit to the officers who get to engage, who get to to talk to our community because oftentimes in our line of work, we are dealing with a very small percentage of folks a lot of the time. And so to really get that chance to take a step back and engage these families, again, these students and this faculty and staff from a completely different point of view, I don't think anybody truly understands how good that is and how beneficial that is to our officers. And that, in my opinion, just motivates them more to do more. So before we, we round out, you know, I, I know, like I told you before, I think the burning question out there is, you know, my top three favorites are Officer Baker, Officer Poncharello, and Sergeant Gutierrez. Um But I'm a Ponch guy. Where do you where do you land on that? I, on that? I think I mean that is I know that's the burning question everybody wants to know. I I would say I I'm a I'm a Ponch guy. That's I think that's where I fall. Baker comes a close second. Because who, who who can't say no to Baker? He's just a nice guy. He is. But, but Ponch is like the guy. Ponch is the okay, guy. Wanted, He's just, the guy. Just wanted to put it out there. Okay. <laughs> um, so um, before we before we wrap it up, is there anything you just want to kind of share before we we uh, move on? You know the all I would again, you guys have heard it this entire uh, podcast is to say thank you again to East Whittier City School District and to all of these school sites that have allowed the Highway Patrol to come on campus and to be a part of your guys's campus community. And I want everybody who's listening to know this, the, the highway patrol is here to, you know, as our motto says, provide the highest level of safety service and security to the people of California. For us here in Santa Fe Springs, our mission is to provide that level of service to all of our students, to all of our faculty and staff, and again, be relevant. So take a minute, everybody, and you see an officer, you see someone in uniform, regardless of the Highway Patrol, you see a uniform out there, just take a second to stop and say hi. You would be surprised how that very brief contact could very well change the day of an officer and know that we are here to support you and be a part of this community because we are in this community. Well, like I said, we thank you for everything that you do and um, to support our students and our community. So it's been a pleasure talking to you a little bit. It's been a pleasure uh, being here. So thank you again for the invitation. And uh, so that brings us to uh, the end of another edition of Inside EWCSD. Once again, a special thanks to our very special Officer Salazar for the great discussion. Um, We hope you all enjoyed uh, today's show. Thank you for listening and be sure to subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review. I'm still mad at my mom for leaving me a three-star. <laughs> um, so until next time, we'll continue to open the door to every child's future here at EWCSD.